113-97 the final. Thanks for watching the fourth quarter with us, y'all. We are the Bulls Outcast. This is the Stretch Four. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. That's John, who's been getting cyber bullied tonight. But it's okay because we feel good. I am Bulls so winning. thrilled he's your buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Remember time? I thought you knew, man. I thought. I you don't knew. think I remembered. Um, shout Miller out to Adam, Miller Time, Wags, everybody that's been throwing us some dollars tonight. Appreciate you. Tips, always welcome and appreciated. All right, guys. Um, we got through the gauntlet of that crazy West Coast trip. Like, we got through it as in survived it. We didn't win any of the games, but we survived it. And now we get a win against the shorthanded Nets team Sunday. We get a win tonight against the shorthanded Pacers team. And maybe they can use this as an opportunity to actually start building some confidence within themselves, whether it's Donovan and his rotation and feeling confident with that or the players themselves and the way that they're starting to gel on the floor. But let's start here, John Vooch 32, 17 and five. What does it feel like after all of the years of your Bulls fandom adopting Jeez. this game. Yes. Since since the decline of Derrick Rose and the trade of Tim yes. Color to have a player of this caliber. No disrespect Unbe- to Zach Levine, but now having two of them with a dude who can put up a stat line like 32 and 17. He's better than Levine right now. Like, that's not controversial. I don't think that's controversial. Like, Levine's good, but I right. think he's better. Like, I man, watching him, it feels like a different team. It feels like we have a puncher's chance. And again, he's not Will Chamberlain. Like, is it, is it? Are we just going to be Midwest Magic? I don't think so because I think Levine's better than Gordon. I think we have better co- like. But watching him feels like we have a shot, and we have we have someone that people have to game plan for, and he's smart and his IQ is like he makes people better not just through his stats, but if he can pass, like he's the real deal. And I I'm so glad we took a risk and said no more no, no more hope no more waiting. Let's see what we got here. I love it and. Now, one of the favorite things I saw on Bulls Twitter tonight, Dave, before we hopped on, was you talking about how tonight was a great example. But I think it's been evident pretty much every game we've seen from him in a Bulls jersey so far. That man does not waste a single movement or a single second. Whether he's playing on or off the ball, every move that Vooch makes is calculated and the smartest option. Like 99% of the time, what did you see that made you feel like that tonight? I'm, well, it's more so what I've been watching him do for the past couple of years when I first started paying attention to him. It was it was one of the things I wrote about when I was writing about Lowry uh, for, for NBC Sports Chicago at the time. And I mentioned Vooch in the article, and I was talking about how he just wastes no movement. He, he, he's not wasteful in anything that he does. He knows what he wants to do. He makes that move, and he goes in, the, and he does it, whether it's shooting the three whether it's in the post, you know, whether it's a pass, like it's not, oh, should I? Maybe I, I don't know, make, I, maybe turnover. You know, like it's it's none of that stuff. It's no wasted motion at all. He is confident, supremely confident in his game. And only people who are confident in their game do that kind of stuff. You look around the NBA, people who are good don't hesitate. They just go. And he doesn't hesitate. He just goes. He just does. There's no talking. There's just doing. There's just action. And it's just fun to watch. I talked about last show how they have to get him involved early because he's the big guy. The first play of the game went to him. He had 14 shots in the first half. <laughs> he had 12 and 10 in the first half. 
that's how you're going to win this game, man. Because John John alluded to it. I wouldn't I, I wouldn't phrase it as he's the better player, but yeah, he's the dude you definitely need to be running your offense through for sure. There's no doubt about it at all. Like he has to be that one because there's no real answer for a dude that can go inside, outside, and pass like he can do. Teams have to collapse on him, and when you do that, guess who's going to be wide open? Zach Levine. Uh, you're watching Sadoransky. You're like, oh my god, he could shoot threes. Who knew? Like guys are looking better around him right now, man. So all the love in the world to, to what Booch is doing. Yeah, uh, Wag said so. Who misses Wendell? Uh, look, Wendell's had some solid games for Orlando, um, and you would kind of expect that. Usually, just a change of scenery will put a little pep in a player's step, uh, a chip on their shoulder. And that team, after trading Vooch and Gordon and Fournier, have no one. So it's like, oh, Waddell, do you want to shoot 15 times a game? Because you can. <laughs> Go have fun. But the difference in what we have now versus what we had pre this trade, it was driving me crazy when the Bulls were on that ridiculous, diffi- ridiculously difficult West Coast trip. Mm. dropping those games and Bulls fans were like this trade was a mistake <laughs> what yeah. like, Billy Donovan sucks I yeah. was like guys you realize the, who we're playing right you realize that half of this rotation is new we haven't had practice time we're on the road playing some of the best teams in the league I even me like somewhere between a realist and a pessimist <gasps> had faith a pe- that a, pe- a pecimist a pecimist thank you <laughs> John, one of many Welcome. phrases that you have come up for me that I should trademark. Um, should, hashtag pecking order. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I had faith that when they got a little bit more playing time together, even without practices, playing time together and some mediocre opponents, we would start to see results like this. And, I mean, John, the fact that Two guys that we've spent so much time this season and last season talking about, Kobe White and Lowry Markkinen, were afterthoughts. But the fact that they both had good good games off the bench, they combined for 28, 9, and 6 off Mm. the bench. It's like, hey, when you're getting that production from them as reserves, that's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We weren't getting – that's the thing. We had no bench because those guys started. Right. Like, and now – I think Vooch made up that had that more than that by himself starting. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like you can now move into the bench, and now we have a deep team because last remember last year that our rota- we we were the thinnest team. Like the soon as stars went out, it was like oh god, here comes Arch and Luke Cornette, and oh god, like we had n- here oh here comes uh, Shaquille, like like. <laughs> even though now he's in the first place team, but like, I, it's just so wonderful to see these guys on the bench and like Kobe will be here. Who knows what Lowry will happen, but at least you feel like Lowry's not a lost cause, right? Like we kind of want him to be free and happy. Yeah. <laughs> at this point. Like we understand that if it didn't work out, like we understand you had to deal with a lot. Like we have no ill will. Like we're not going to boo you when you come back. Like we're rooting for you. Like even, like, even, even like tonight's game, Matt, because you mentioned, how uh, the Pacers are shorthanded and, and don't have all their players. For me, it says more that the Bulls came out and they dominated this team from the beginning to the end because that's something we ain't seen all season long. Mm-hmm. And we play teams that have been shorthanded for sure, but we've been we've been losing to them, you know, regard or, or it's been a close game or we just barely pull it out or whatever. This was over from the beginning. This mm-hmm. was start to finish 
we kicked their tails. Like we whooped them like from the beginning. And that's what I took from it. And that's what got me excited was because I know they don't have all their guys out. I know they don't have the guys in injury. I know Sabonis ain't there and all that. Whatever. I ain't seen the Bulls play like this before from the opening possession on. I, I tweeted that out immediately. I said that was an incredible first possession, even though they missed the shot. I was like, this is an incredible first possession that they just ran. And then they ran four straight awesome uh, possessions after that. Like, it was just the competency, man, and the efficiency that they played with. Like, it was a real, for real NBA basketball team. Like, I kept thinking about John the whole time. I was watching it because I just kept hearing him saying, man, basketball is fun. Like, I just kept hearing that in my head. Like, because it's true. It was so true watching it. It's fun when it's fun. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Big Dave, you you have a question from Miller time. Uh, and he, he gave a tip, so I feel like we should give priority to him. Oh, of course. Uh, who is your dream third star to pair with Zach and Vooch? Ooh. Prime Michael Jordan. Dream third star? <laughs> like a dream. <laughs> dream? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah <Thor>. like, I, <laughs> the Rock. Like, I, I, let's go. Like, Rick you, Flair. I think there's – you know my answer, and I think it's doable. Oh, Stone Cold for sure. Yeah. No, I oh, wish. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, Luca. Oh, is, your, is your dream? No, it's Beal. Oh, Bradley. Yeah, that's a duel. Re- reunite them with, because we think somehow they spent eight months with their college coach. They have this like connection. <laughs> right with, with Donovan. It's like, oh. Yeah, it's like oh, his college coach. It's like they knew each other for a summer and a fall. Like that's it. Right. Like, come on. <laughs> we didn't raise him. <laughs> Why is everybody saying my name here? What I do, Adam? I don't know what I did. <laughs> Dave. Yeah, Dave. Uh, That's a great point, Dave. Well, I like so that, what, what, what's your answer, though, Dave? John John says Beal. What do you? What about you? Huh. What's the, I, I mean, I've, I really want Lonzo here. I would love to see him. But as far as a dream right. is concerned, dream bigger than Lonzo. Come on. Well, if I'm dreaming bigger, give me Steph Curry. Like if I'm <laughs> dreaming, like, like what are we talking? Like is that what we're saying? Give me Steph. That's the dream. Give me that guy. Like and then yeah, give me all the championships after that that follow. Yeah, that's that's a dream. Give me Steph Curry. If you're asking my dream guy, give me Steph Curry. Uh, Adam also said, who would you rather be stranded with, Matt or Dave? I guess that's a John question. Oh, I, oh I, don't I, make me choose. Oh, come on. You can talk wrestling with Dave, and he won't annoy you with all of his negativity. It's clearly he said Dave. stranded, though. I think sometimes stranded. you need a, sometimes you need a peckamist, and sometimes hope yeah. can be a killer in it's deadly true. situations. Like, as, as they uh, say in Shawshank, hope is a dangerous thing. <laughs> It is, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, or it could get I, you elected president, guys. And I just saw Shawshank, and, and oh, it's, aud- it's audacious. Shawshank's pretty good. I don't care who knows; it's a good movie. I <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not afraid to say it. I thought it was good. <laughs> I think people would like it. Yeah, I think so. I think you're on the limb on that one. Though, Ooh, uh, C. Winston has an interesting one. Kawhi, as far as the Kawhi's- who you love to see paired with Zach and and. Vooch. But we we already got a Kawhi. Yeah, that's that's why I didn't say Kawhi because I was like, we already got Patrick Williams. That's yeah. only, honestly, only so what do you think Kawhi? So let's say the Lakers or the Clippers first round out, they're out of the playoffs. Okay. Kawhi's a free agent. Uh-huh. Do you think he leaves? I don't know. He, dude, he's a SoCal guy. Like, yeah, he's got that weird like helicopter. He lives in San Diego. Like, yeah. he ain't leaving. Yeah, yeah he, can't, he gave up a con- being king of a country to go back to LA. Yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see him. I, I, I don't think he's going to come to Siberia for that. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, no, oh, he, he can oh, never yeah, yeah, be king. Yeah. Like, he, he gave up being king. He so I don't, I don't think he would do that and come here to it or anywhere. I think he's going to try to be king of the Clippers. Like, 
when you think of the Clippers, you'll think of Kawhi Leonard if they win a championship. Yeah. So I think that's kind of what he wants. Is the legacy. Alexander C said, I mean, claw and paw. It would be really cool oh. to have a duo of the claw and the paw. Claw Which, paw. Did you guys see uh, Worldwide Blob on Twitter today? Gave a shout out to how awesome uh, Patrick Williams' paw nickname is. And just really quality of play on the defensive end as a 19 year old rookie. Yeah, he's an yeah. amazing rookie. He's a, there, he's a guy you forget's a rookie. Yeah, yeah. there are wanna, more national talking heads who are turning their eyes towards P Dub, and it's really yeah. really cool. Like, and, there are, cool. and he's not in the rookie conversations, but it doesn't mm. feel out of disrespect. It feels like, right. oh yeah, 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 but he's fine. Like, it right. truly feels like he's not a rookie. <laughs> right. right. Oh, that's oh, that's an excellent point. It feels you know like, what I mean? No, he's a pro. Like, he's a pro. We don't put yeah, him yeah, in this yeah. category. Oh yeah, no, he's a no. It's fine. Like, he doesn't have to be like, on. We're this talking list, about kids. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> We're talking about little guys. His middle name is doesn't does not have an A, John. I checked. His middle name is Lee. Oh, someone told me that then. That makes then I hate the name. <laughs> then it's a stupid name. I thought it was like, oh, I was like RKO. I was like, that's kind of cool, I guess. Like uh oh, you guys want to go on a random tangent here with a fun question? JR yeah, said, I thought that was the point we were here. Who watched the Space Jam 2 trailer? Thoughts. Loved Nothing it. can Loved stop it. the OG Space Jam. Nothing will uh, stop it. I assume we've all seen the trailer by now. I have. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's fantastic. It. I didn't feel fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> it's, gonna be, not, it's, it's definitely going to be worse than, like, and that's also why I feel fantastic. Like, okay. I saw that. And I go, oh, this. We won't have to deal with like what's better. A, and I love that it's going completely differently. Like Warner Brothers, like intellectual property multiverse like right after yeah. I, just, I just watched wandavision i'm i'm prepped for stuff like this like <laughs> and, and, and it's not going to be anything it's not going to be anything like the michael jordan one no and i no. won't have to worry about it as like that conversation because it's a completely different correct, weird correct. thing i love correct. that his kid got taken away it's like a taken yeah. movie yeah <laughs> taken movie yes <laughs> i thought that was a little too heavy handed <laughs> if we're being honest he's winning his son back yeah. <laughs> like, what happens it's if he loses between, it's a cross between taken ready player one and space jam yeah wow which like wow that's pretty good yeah one, it man. is and shout out to our guy Lawrence Holmes. He was the one who, like, so I, you know, uh, put up the the, uh, the trailer, and Lawrence commented, was like, "So it's just Ready Player One, right?" And I was like, "Oh my God, you're totally right." Yeah, that's really I, what it looked like. Oh, uh, I I think somebody else on Twitter had a funny comment that was like, you know, MJ, you know, dragged this team of just like short, untalented Looney Tunes to a ridiculous come from behind victory against the Monstars, LeBron is drafting all of these like mega powerful animals, humans, wizards from the WB universe. This is going to have an effect on the goat conversation. If LeBron needs those teammates to it. win his I'm game. I'm here for it. And I was oh like, it doesn't oh change God. the conversation. It just reaffirms it the fact that there isn't a conversation. But, but that's the funny part. Because it's like, there's no way, there's no way the space, like that's like saying like, I don't know. LeBron's teams are 4-0 in the All-Star game when he picks his teams. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like, 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 I, because, like, to me, it's, like, we'll never, it's Michael, LeBron will never get there. Like, he'll never be the GOAT. He might be the best player or, like, the most, win he'll have all the records, you know. Uh, but I love it when it's this stupid thing. Like, I don't know, man. Like, think, he only had Elmer Fudd. Like, <laughs> you just really, honestly, John, the first thought I had was, 
oh my god, this is going to be a topic on Skip and Shannon, isn't it? Like, yeah. which Space Jam is better? What, does this mean he's the goat now? Like, it's going to be phrased in that kind of way. And I'm going to throw something at my television if I see that happen. When, they, I know. when <laughs> they posted that list of player of Godzilla, and yeah. they left the fifth one blank, I was like, these geniuses. Because everyone's going to make their own memes. Like, right. they are so smart to show that in the trailer. Like, yeah. and they left it blank. Like, you didn't have yeah, to, of course. you didn't have to Photoshop the fifth one out. Like, they did it for you. Here's a template. Like, go yep. for it. I was yeah, like, they know the Night King was there, but Pepe Le Pew was a bridge too far. Like, I love it. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for all of it. <laughs> like, right. He got, he got canceled like, recently, didn't he? I mean, like, he should. Like, he's, Rapey, like, but like the Night rapey. King, the, the Night King is there cheering, and I'm like, oh, right. <laughs> Yo, I, man, oh my god, uh, like gr- I love it. I'm here for it. Oh, uh, Johnny with an unfair dark comment should have cast a messed out oh, Chris Birdman Anderson as a bond star. Hey, oh, Chris Birdman Anderson fought his demons and he came out the other side, and it was angel dust. Yeah, <laughs> right. I don't think I don't think it was meth. And he got catfished. You guys should go watch that when he got catfished. Oh, he did. That was, oh, got, oh, it was a whole Nightline special about it. I, I watched the whole thing. It was amazing. It was amazing. During his All playing career? During his playing time, So yes. he got Manti teo before Manti teo No, but his, his actually was awesome for him, but not really. Like, it was weird. Like, the girl he met, he had never even spoken to, and they thought they had spoken to each other. But there was a girl who was actually – portraying that she was like Chris Anderson and, and she was portraying like she was this other girl. So she was talking to both of them simultaneously. So they thought they were talking to each other, but they never had met each other. And then they still hooked up when they saw each other. So it didn't matter. And this girl lived in like Canada. She was like way out in Canada with friends and family. Like it's, it's crazy. Like it's crazy and it's worth your time. Just go check it out and watch it. It's amazing. I have, I have so many questions, but I feel like we should move on. Yeah. Yeah. I got answers. Uh, guys. Um, what I just saw this uh, tweet with a comment from Donovan who said he would have played Lowry more tonight, mm-hmm. but he got kicked in the leg and needed a break. And then the game was out of reach, so he didn't put him back in. Lowry okay. played 22 minutes tonight off the bench That's as opposed to, to Kobe's 31. Ooh. At this point, you know, even, even as a once diehard Lowry believer who has cast off of Lowry Island, I didn't look at the box score and see Lowry's 22 minutes and think he should have played more. Like, <laughs> Not one second. Like, what's the point? If he's going to go sign some some offer sheet as a restricted free agent this summer, and, you know, shout out to our old pals, uh, you know, Goff and um, and Casey Johnson and Rob Schaefer, the latest Bulls talk pod, they were talking about this, and I agree with them. They think, and so do I, Lowry's going to get a ridiculous offer somewhere this summer. And by ridiculous, I mean just like substantially mm-hmm. more than he has proven to be worth in his NBA yeah, career yeah. thus far. Agreed. If the Bulls have other plans, if they want to maybe try and restructure Zach Levine's contract, if they maybe want to go out and whether it's bidding on Lonzo or finding some better starting point guard than Sato and spend money in that regard, and by the way, your 19-year-old rookie who we're gushing about is your starting power forward of the future – why, why do we care about Lowry minutes anymore? Should we care about Lowry minutes anymore? To me, it's an obvious no. No, no. no. We shouldn't care about them anymore, but I think he's thinking just in terms of coaching, like he's here, he's going to have to play, you know, and stuff like that. Like he's still going to be of importance as the Bulls try to make this run, you know, to get in the playoffs because 
he'll still get you 15 to six, which is what he got you tonight. So that's still pretty important. And he wants him to be confident in his game and all that kind of stuff. So I think it was more kind of coach speak than big picture speak about Lowry's career. So that was more, you know, of the moment and, you know, how he wants him to be more comfortable as the, as the uh, season goes on. Cause they're going to need him. I mean, you're going to need a guy with, with that kind of skill set. If, if only to just fool people into thinking that he's good right. coming I, off the bench. I mean, dude, 15 points, three or four from downtown, five and seven overall, chipped in six boards. That's a that's a great bench player. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Man, you're right. And and John and Matt, y'all were right. When y'all looked at those numbers and you saw them, you're like, you know, it didn't even bother you because you saw them coming off the bench and it didn't bother you. It didn't hurt you. 15 and six, I – I didn't even think about it because I got a guy out here dropping like 35 and 17. So I didn't care. You know, it didn't bother me at all. Like, I was totally fine with it. Uh, Not that Matt's saying I really like beat up at the three, but it doesn't mean I want to keep Lowry. (laughs) That's that's fair. (laughs) Fair point. Yes. Very fair. Oh, Lowry. Why? Why? (laughs) We loved you so. We wanted you to be that man. You didn't want it, but now you're gonna go play with Luca and, and hit three pointers all day long. Yeah, and we'll be mad and he'll be hurt, but he's definitely gonna get money from somewhere. They, <laughs> people have money. People have Giannis money. They were right. They were waiting for Giannis. Yep. Been, yeah, yeah. Giannis and like you know the there are so many others that were gonna be in that 2021 free agent class that everybody kept talking about in 2018 Rudy. and 2019. Yeah, and now they're all signed. So <laughs> right. they're all where are you gonna spend your money? Which is you another reason why Bulls fans are like, ah, like, you know, we could have just gotten rid of autos expiring and had all this money instead of like giving up draft picks to get Vooch. And I was like, and who? Who would we be signing <laughs> this summer? I mean, yeah, no one gets free agents. <laughs> I am not I didn't want another second of that man on my team. So <laughs> there was no way. I don't care. He got Otto Porter Jr. out of here, man. Listen, the only person who I knew didn't like him less than me was John. So he, he had to go. It was time for that man to get out of here. JR. He got to go. And then what does he do when he gets there? He gets injured. <laughs> as soon as he gets in there, he gets hurt. So, yeah, get this dude out of here, man. JR using the Sabine line about Lowry, but as far as, you know, the Sabine line about Wendell about Lowry. Lowry is yes. fine, all caps. Fine. That's fine. Um, we, we, we at least know he can explode. Right. For sure. One one quick last shout out before we get out of here. Troy Brown Jr. Um, we oh. talked about how we we love the the, the new Staceyism of what what can Brown do for you. I I mean, 15 minutes off the bench tonight, nothing spectacular, three points, three rebounds, but his defensive presence, mm-hmm. whether it's around the, like hassling guys around the perimeter, fighting his way through screens in a way that nobody on this Bulls team in years has shown that same level of tenacity fighting through screens. Um, getting his hands in passing lanes. That one steal that he had uh, where he was just providing a little bit of sag-off help um, uh, when Levine was playing one-on-one and his Levine's guy was driving to the paint. Troy Brown just steps over, whoop, swipes steal. Like, this team has been sorely lacking in that area of defensive capabilities, creating mm-hmm. turnovers, getting out in the fast break from those turnovers. And... He's not a great three-point shooter. No, like, let's not try and pretend he's anything better than he is on the offensive end. I'm pretty sure we saw him pull, pull a Michael Carter-Williams from a corner three tonight, hit the mm-hmm. side of the backboard. Mm-hmm. But let the kid keep working on his three ball, and in the meantime, he's giving you hella good hustle minutes on the defensive end. Yeah, Stacey King said that 
he came to Billy Donovan and one of his questions was Troy Brown asked him, like one of his questions was, how do I get on the floor? Like he came to, he want to know what can I do to get on the floor? And obviously it's defense because like you mentioned, Matt, the team was definitely lacking that. So now what's great about uh, AK and Mark Eversley is you shored up two things. You showed up uh, defense in your front court by getting Daniel Thies, and then you showed up defense in your back court by getting somebody like Troy Brown Jr. Because that's why things look a little better when they're moving a little better, because guys can get into their rotations, because they know if they're even a little bit late, you still got somebody who's a defensive stopper who will cover your back. And that's a big deal. That is a big deal to a young team who's still trying to figure stuff out when you got something there that can save you. That's why Vooch is such a big deal. You know, when you got a guy like, man, this is going so wrong. I don't know what to do here. <laughs> like, go ahead, do your thing. It's a great feeling. And Troy Brown Jr. has been magnificent. It's the game within the game that he's playing. That's up, the, the play where he swats the ball off of the opposing player when he's diving out of bounds. When he takes that charge on that on uh, uh, Jeremy Lamb because he's so frustrated with how he's guarding him. That kind of stuff. That's the stuff that you need, man. Not Not – Crazy more three-pointers, not turning the ball over because you're trying to cross over everybody. You need competent IQ basketball, and that's what he's giving you right now. So you got to keep that on the floor. I don't see how you don't keep that on the floor. John? I, I totally agree. I see a comment comparing him like, why do we hate on Chris Dunn? And now we're praising oh, him. And it. it's like, like Chris, Dunn, Chris, Chris, Chris Dunn started. He's a starting point guard. who he started 12 for 73. Like, this is this, this is the eighth man off the bench who only gives you hustle points. Like, it is a completely different rubric. Yes, it is. Yeah, it, you it's need so like, it, Chris Yeah, yeah. Oh, and and, and let's, be, let's be clear. Like, maybe his defense wasn't that great. Like, like maybe his individual defense didn't help us win games. Like, uh, mm-hmm. and team defense is always better. And maybe, like, and so just maybe if, if Chris Dunn was an eighth person off the bench, we'd love him. Yes. <laughs> he was a sixth man. And, and, import, and he's playing the most important position on the floor. And he's not good at it. <laughs> like that—that's an issue. It wasn't like he that's wasn't a bad. It wasn't like he was a bad shooter. It was that he was allergic to shooting. Like <laughs> he was the worst shooter. <laughs> we have Sato shooting. Like we know. Yeah, we know. Right. I don't think Shout out to compared to him. I, yeah, shout I, out I love this commenter Matthew called me out specifically for hating on Chris Dunn and praising Troy Brown, and I didn't have to say anything. You guys were both just like. <laughs> Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that that's what that is the difference, though. Was a it's not four year just... college player and a top yeah. five pick in the NBA draft. Yes. Yeah, there's a difference. He's playing point guard. You need point guards in this league. <laughs> yeah. Colin well, Chris, Chris, Chris Dunn even in the NBA anymore. No, he's uh, played all year. He has, he not, has played a not played a minute for the Atlanta Hawks. If I see Troy <laughs> airball three and then two seconds later, like flex because he kind of. <laughs> He kind of moved his feet better than others. Then we can get like this guy was. This guy thought he was a king. <laughs> Matthew said Chris was one of the best defenders in the league last year and got he no will, love. He's a clamp guy. I don't even at this point. I I'm suspicious that he's trolling us with this much get, Chris Dunn love. Guys, we guys. Every defensive player of the year is a forward or a center. That which means we do not know how to judge defense <laughs> because if he's one of the best like why is it always this we just who has the most blocks that's who wins scotty pippen never won defensive exactly. player of the cannot, year sean right. marion sean marion was all defense once <laughs> second team like 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 we don't know how to do, we it's a 
the goal isn't to prevent points. It's to score points. That's, unfortunately, that's that's mm. the game. That's yeah. Cool. Um, so y'all hate it's been fast, y'all hating. I, I, would I am hating him. I hate watching him at basketball. I would, uh, <laughs> I'm on the record. Another gander at Chris Dunn's stats from last year as our starting point guard. Oh, my gosh. And I would also love to take a gander at his stats this year, Matthew. They're oh, zero. wait. They're we zeros. can't. Yeah. Yeah. We Our can. stats are the same. His yeah. stats are the same as the outcast. Yeah, <laughs> That's remember that, true. Remember that Tony Snell line? Slightly worse than Denzel Valentine's stats. Slightly. Right. Well, you're right. Slightly. He's, he's, it is fair. We are hating because I do not like watching him. <laughs> <laughs> he took years off my life. I feel like I feel like he owes me something. <laughs> yes. Yes. I he didn't agree. start. He came off the bench. No, he was demoted. He started. The bench. He yeah. started. He, well, he did start, Matthew. Yes, he did. Started, he started, demoted, and then came back into the starting lineup when people started right. dropping like flies. Yeah. And they got him out of here. His defense up there. Cool. I mean, you, th- you think AK would let talent go is all I'm telling you. If you're not going to trust that dude and his assessment of talent, then I don't know what to tell you. Because he's telling God. Average, <laughs> average like six fouls for 36 minutes, by the way. Oh, God. Clamp God. Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn. Yeah, man. Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn. 19% from behind the line. <laughs> oh, 19%. Let's get, out of Let's get out of here. I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> Guys, we got a two-game winning streak. We could try for a three-game winning streak when we play the Chris Dunn-led Atlanta Hawks <laughs> on Friday. <laughs> oh, the revenge game. No, it's coming Chris on. Chris Dunn revenge game. Oh, no, they're going to get Felicio, too. Put the band back together. Oh, God, I need it. I need it. Let me get some Chris Dunn beat Denzel Valentine. Just back and uh, forth, baby. All uh, night. Can't wait. Um, thanks for what. Thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. Just a reminder: if you ever miss these live hot mic outcast shows, you can always catch the Foul on Bulls YouTube of archived episodes for all of our <laughs> episodes there, and wherever you find your podcast, the Foul on Bulls podcast thread as well to get these in oh. podcast form. Appreciate hanging with us. Appreciate the tips tonight, everybody. Um, and appreciate the comments as always. You guys are funny. We enjoy hanging out with you. For Big For Dave sure. and John, I am Matt. Enjoy your middle of the week. We will see you back on Friday. <laughs>